The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Connor and Sterling Holmes. Another edition of the Arrowhead Attic Podcast with Sterling Holmes and Matt Connor. After a week off in the the luxury of Seattle, where he brought the weather to Kansas City while he got the glorious sun there, Matt Connor is back. Matt, how are you doing? Hold on. I'll get back with you in three hours because that's the time difference or whatever. I will tell you this. When I'm on the West Coast, I always I always want to call my friends like east of the Mississippi and go, can you tell me about the future? Like, do the Chiefs win? <laughs> do the Royals win? Like, what's that? Because you feel it's just crazy how yeah. like I might as well be in 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 Europe or Kamchatka, maybe one of those risk territories that's like Irkutsk or Madagascar, whatever. All I'm saying is I had a great time. It didn't rain the whole time I'm in Seattle. Dude. Saw my first live music I haven't seen in a long time. Saw a Mariners game. Yeah, it was good. It felt it felt like a great post-pandemic trip. What, what, what band did you see? What band was it? Well, I, I saw Damien Gerardo. Do you know who that is? No, it sounds made up. This sounds like a made-up <laughs> name. <laughs> I did. I used a singer-songwriter name generator, and it and it says like, Kenny, Kenny Chesney. Well, Kenny Chesney is a real person, and I wouldn't have seen <laughs> Kenny Chesney. I mean, if you like Kenny Chesney out there, more power to you. Anyway, I saw a cat. His name is Damien Gerardo. He's not a literal cat. That would have been much more entertaining. That would anyway, have been impressive. It's like Garth Brooks. I when, saw when Garth yeah. Brooks had the the whole album where he was Chris Gaines. He was Chris like, let's do a, a name <laughs> generator, and it's all of a sudden for like an album. Let's be Chris Gaines, and let's go with that like a crazy. blonde wig or something. It was weird. That I feel like that gets really that was a, that brushed was under the rug for like how big Garth Brooks is. Everyone's like, just forget about that. Just, just no one remember this. You know, I I think it's like when you wear denim from below your ears to above your ankles all the time. You're like, how do I break out of this? Or if your button down has like four big color panels. I don't know if you remember those <laughs> like shirts, right? But if you're just like, I can't wear any of this anymore, maybe you do just kind of lose it and go, that's it. I'm changing my name. I'm changing everything. Like, you can't just be Garth Brooks and come out in like a Motorhead t-shirt and like, you know, sorry, I'm just done with button downs for a while. Maybe you got to just reinvent yourself. I I don't know. Let me say this. If you want to reinvent yourself, at least a certain part of yourself, we got a deal for you. Our partners at Manscaped have the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer now available for purchase in the U S and Canada. The new trimmer was only released just weeks ago. We're the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. We have 20% off and free worldwide shipping. That's right. You can move to the Democratic Republic of Congo, which I wouldn't advise right now because there's a volcano, 
and they will still ship it to you for free with Fansighted20. Use that code at manscaped.com. We're talking about altering body hair. We're talking about doing it well. And we're talking about a 20% off with free shipping. Fansighted20 at manscaped.com. I think that went pretty well, Sterling. How about you? That was great. You talked less about balls than I did in mine last week when you were gone. Uh, you know, I've I've got, you know, You're I, got a, I got a wife. I got a wife and kids. And I, anyway. Speaking, yeah. speaking of cutting hair, I, I just shaved my dome off. Like, I went Dude. from looking like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo to all of a sudden looking like I'm a respectable <laughs> adult. <laughs> Zoinks. I didn't even recognize you. You're just, you're sunny and ready for... How many weddings do you have this summer? Like seven, dude. It's it's like every it's at least one a month until like October. Jeez. Do you like that? Like I'm so glad to be done with that stage of my life where you like gotta go and do I don't know. I like I'm not a big wedding guy. I mean well, if dude, it's a good wedding, that's great. Bar. But a lot of two well, words, okay. Okay. Matt. Open bar. You have richer friends than me. Most of my friends were like, hey, do you want the crystal light or water? <laughs> like, like, how do you want to bring your own six pack out? of bush light? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking sunny, dude. I Thank like you. It. Thank you. Sunny like in 75. It. You know there what you is not. Look, you know what's looking like the weather in Kansas City, which is cloudy and murky. And that's Bashad Breland. I have no idea what to make of his cryptic tweets. Man. I have no idea if he's about to go off and just scorn everyone just start dropping names or if he's like you know what i love kansas city and i'm gonna sign here and come back like i have no idea what's going on with bashad breland yeah who does i does bashad breland know what's going on with bashad breland right i I think sammy Watkins, the reptile version knows what's going on but that's probably it (laughs) well first of all can we talk just real fast like i would love to be an athlete on twitter like there's like there should be an athlete Twitter generator where you can just go because it always says something like real like it's either thank you God for another day which hey yeah. I'm not against that I'm not sure. against that it's like it's like reading the Psalms except it's your favorite athlete in the morning right yeah yeah so I'm I'm down with that one but then then it's usually like something like nobody nobody's getting one on me. I'm just out here grinding or something. That's a good one. The grinding with the praying hands. That's always a good one. Yeah, there's always the grinding. And that that would be my mom. What's up with the grinding? You're always grinding. (laughs) Anyway, so there's that. But then then there's always like these real cryptic. You're like, is he talking about the team? Is Is he unhappy right now? What's going on? Like, it's just always like, you know, I can't. I just taking care, just got to take care of business and look out for mine. And you're like, uh Oh, is he unhappy about his contract? When really, you know, he's probably like somebody took his beach towel and he went to go hit him. In the- I mean, like we just don't know. And these athletes like throw it out there and it causes like mass panic. I'm the first one to go, Oh my gosh, what's going on? Anyway, there is a real fire here. Bashad Breland. Do you like, he went to go visit the Minnesota Vikings there has been Nate Taylor, who I love. Nate Taylor of The Athletic has put it out there that like saying there's really real sort of indications that the Chiefs have been interested in bringing him back and that he wants to be back. So like, I mean, are you reading these tweets thinking they are all based on the Chiefs and and maybe something's up there? I, I'm reading it based on a guy who has played really well 
If you look at some of the underlying numbers that put him in, I don't want to say elite, although some of the numbers have actually been elite, but we're not going to say he's elite, but but put him in that bottom end of the cornerback one, top end CB2 range, and he's getting paid for the past multiple seasons as if he's on a one-year prove-it deal. I think he's just realizing, you know what? Eventually, I have to stand up and say, how many one-year prove-it deals do I need to take before eventually I'm going to be too old and then the rest of my career is going to be one-year deals? I think it's just he feels he deserves to get a, and I'm not saying a ridiculous contract, but he does deserve to get some security, whether that's a three-year I don't know, $20 million contract. I think he has earned that. And I don't blame him for being sick of one-year deals, I guess. That, that's where I'm coming from. I, I would understand that when you look at some of these numbers and I'll have to pull up the stat and he was above like, you know, Stephon Gilmore and some of these great cornerbacks. And you're like, the only thing you can say is penalties. At some point you have to pay for how good and solid he has been. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel like maybe I'm misguided because he, because so when I think of Bashad Breland, here's what I think. I think Steve Spagnolo demands his corner. Like he places a ton of pressure on his corners, right? He says, he says, you're going to be playing out there alone. You're going to be, uh, and he, I, I want you to disrupt him from the word go. I never want you to get off of him. And like when you see players try to get a free release on Breland, they don't get it. Every receiver, like even completions against him are contested. But shot's just one of those guys where, you know, every opposing receiver has fought for whatever success they had. He's sticky as hell, sticky as hell on his receiver. And so I'm just a little flummoxed. I'm not saying he's he's not a lockdown corner. We all know those are few and far between. I wouldn't even say that about Legereus Sneed because he only has one year, uh, you know, on his resume. But here's Breland. He's got a few. He's got more than a few years on his resume. He's got a few couple years of excellence in Kansas City. And and you're right. He's been playing on prove it deals since he was like 26. Yeah, that's a little bananas to me. That's bananas. And I understand the off the field concerns but that hasn't sure. stopped a lot of guys in the past that hasn't stopped teams from from i mean at some point you know i think teams are like they 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 use that against them but they're not gonna say okay we're not gonna sign you like he's obviously gonna get a deal I, i'm just at cornerback and i understand it's such a volatile year over year it's like relievers in baseball it, it's tough to find a lot of consistency but someone who has consistency typically gets big deals or at least some security. And he's been consistent. He had a, I, I was looking at the stat. It was 49% against, you know, passer completion, which is elite. That's, you know, half the passes don't get completed when he's the targeted cornerback. And sometimes I just feel like we look at all these things and say, Oh, but the penalties, but the penalties cornerbacks get beat. No one's perfect. If you watch your cornerback every single game for an entire season, you're going to be like, oh, well, he gets burnt a lot, doesn't he? And then you realize, oh my gosh, it's because literally everyone at some point gets burnt. I just think that we need to put more respect on what Breland has done and what he is as a, as far as a good, really good cornerback. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I don't disagree. So let me throw this out there, though. Earlier when I said I feel a little misguided, the Chiefs aren't the only team letting Bashad Breeland sit there mm-hmm. in free agency. Yeah. So it makes me think, okay, well, here I am fawning all over him saying someone should give him two years, three. I mean, someone should give him the security he seems to desire. Because let's also be clear, Bashad Breeland hasn't said, like he hasn't tweeted, I'm tired of one-year prove-it deals, right? Yeah. So we're we're trying to read the tea leaves here. Like, what do you make of the fact that he is still available? Like, are we over are we overstating things here? I mean, obviously there has to be something that has had every other team in the same boat right now. I, he did have a tweet of his like past thirty-seven thousand tweets he's put out in the past three days. I thought one of them says. He's not asking for like $10 million a year. He's not out here trying to get top bucks. So again, that makes me believe he wants some security. But I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's his off-the-field issues, if teams think that he is a liability. Like again, I said, if most teams kind of look the other way, if you're a good football player, a lot of teams have kind of turned a blind eye. It's tough to see what the big holdup is. I don't know if because teams think he's a CB2. I don't know if teams think because he's in the Chiefs system that he's a system quarter uh, cornerback i really couldn't answer this it, it's just very difficult what do you think yeah. well I, I i yeah i don't know that's why <laughs> that's why i asked you i mean honestly i just feel like there has to be you know you learn to trust your instinct if he feels like there's something going on there typically is there's clearly some reason that it, that i'm not privy to that you're not privy to that has bashad breland sitting out there as a free agent today. Bashad apparently doesn't, whatever it is, Bashad Breland apparently doesn't get it either though. And, you know, sometimes like we just watched the Philadelphia Eagles sign Ryan Kerrigan and for like, for no money, I mean, for just over a million dollars. And I'm just thinking, really? Like no one else is going to pony up even 500,000 more than that for this proven pass rusher. I mean, I, you know, funny things happen sometimes in the NFL and they don't have a great explanation and maybe this is one of them. Who knows? Wait, you know what? Really quickly though. I think one of the things the NFL is and what they do, everyone gets caught in the thinking of potential. Everyone just gets enamored with potential and what he could be and this and that. And the NFL is a little different business than baseball where baseball, you get paid for what you have done and football, you typically get paid for what you think you can do. So no one's paying Breland for what he's done with Kansas City. No one's paying him for his past three good years, whatever it's been. Everyone's saying, what are you going to do for us? It's just a different business. And I I, I think maybe that's where it comes into it is maybe he's taking so many one-year deals. People are are nervous about his age. Maybe they're nervous for him to fall off. But that's the only thing I could think of is, is the whole potential type of situation. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. He will land and it will be interesting to see where, when, and what the story is when he does. We'll be right back after the break with a little bit more on Julio Jones and some random chiefs things. Welcome back from the break. My name is Matt Connor here with Sterling Holmes. You haven't changed the dial. I don't know why I just reintroduced us all. Do it again. But let's talk. Get, get, <laughs> what's my last name? Come on now. I'm, I'm going to start quizzing you. What's my middle name? Uh, I like it. Sterling Summercut Holmes. Is yeah. that your middle name? That's a pretty good nickname. Summercut. Oh. 
Guthrie. Yeah. It's Guthrie. Like like Jeremy Guthrie. Like after the like the after picture. the Woody Guthrie. Woody was Guthrie. A, there you go. A, yeah. Was you were you named after the folk singer? No, no. That's my middle name. That's my mom's last name. It's my mom's maiden name. It's not yeah. as like I like it. Out there as one may think. I also sound like it. What sounds more like a country singer, Sterling Guthrie or Guthrie Holmes? Because both sound very like I am a country Ooh. singer. Okay. But the first one sounds like you could sing like today's modern country. The second one sounds like you're three whiskeys deep with one of the Hank Williams. <laughs> like, like that, like that's a Chris Stapleton name. No, it's like, it, it's, it's a uh, Merle Haggard. It's like, I'm out here singing yeah. uh, like Oki from Muskogee. That's what I feel like. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like traditional, if not outlaw country. Yeah. Like the uh, red you have dirt some versatility there. Thank you've, got you. some, you've got some Chris Gaines and <laughs> Garth Brooks going on that you could do, you know, anyway, <laughs> let's talk Julio Jones, my friend, because I mean, look, it's a long shot. I'm going to say it. Odds makers think it's a long shot. The chiefs are 33 to one odds to land Julio Jones in a trade, which is way longer odds than many, many other teams. So, Las Vegas does not think Julio Jones is going to land in Kansas City, but Julio Jones is going to land somewhere, and it sounds like it's not in Philadelphia this year. Where are you at in all this? I'll say this. Vegas didn't think Phil Mickelson was going to win this uh, this last major, and guess what, oh. baby? That sure happened. So, no, I, I don't know where Julio Jones is going to land. I do think Kansas City actually makes sense. I'm surprised Vegas hasn't bumped it up a little bit just based on the past knowledge of how aggressive Brett Veach is the fact that Julio Jones said he wants to play for a winner he wants to play for a contender he said basically said get me the hell out of Atlanta you know um if you want to play for a winner you want to play for a contender you want to play for a good quarterback you know you Kansas City checks all those boxes you have a Hall of Fame coach and Andy Reid I would I would think that those numbers would be higher. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, let me kick it back to you with this. Albert Breer reported today that basically it would probably take a second round pick to get Julio Jones. Now, I that's it. I, like, I think it sounds good on paper. Yeah, I think it sounds good on paper to get Julio Jones, but I'm probably in the conservative camp of, hey, I think the Chiefs are already more loaded than any other team out there. They've already gotten there the last two years. I don't care what the Bills and the Browns have done. The Chiefs are going to make mincemeat of them whenever they play. So I don't know that we need Julio Jones. So, so you know, to me, I'd rather keep that second-round pick because that's Creed Humphrey next year or, or at another position. Or it's Breland Speaks. Or, or it's Breland Speaks. Or it's Bashad Breland Speaks on Twitter. <laughs> it's all that. Anyway, so he, <laughs> so what I wonder is, for you, would you pay – a second round pick 100% and wouldn't even think about it because this is the point I kind of made last segment was potential. Everyone loves potential. Give me the sure thing. I know Julio Jones is good. I don't know if that second rounder is going to be on the team in three years. Julio Jones may only be on this team for three years or less, but how long was Breland speaks on this team? You know, it is, is the, however long McCall Hardman is going to be here. Is that, you know, is that worth it? I'm just saying, give me the sure thing. I'm more a fan of the known commodity than the 
Let's tangle this talk of potential in front of you. How many times have we been told about some uh, some developmental defensive end or some guy that just needs time that has never worked out? You know Julio Jones is going to work out. That's just where I'm at. I understand your concerns of the offense is so good. Why, why spend draft capital on what is already the best offense in the NFL? You're just getting better. And we saw in the Super Bowl and throughout the playoffs, sometimes outside of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, guys struggle to get open. Guys struggle to beat their man. And if the offensive line, which again is completely revamped, it has pressure on them. Someone needs to get separation. Someone outside of Travis and Tyreek Hill, when they're doubled, needs to get open. And you know, for a fact, Julio Jones is getting open. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm with you in that regard, I think. And I think I probably would depart with the second round pick to make it happen. Although I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just more, uh, you know, a little bit nervous than you about it. That said, I love the way that, that the Chiefs offense clicks when Sammy's you know, at it and, uh, or when Sammy was in and when he was healthy, it, they were unstoppable. It was, it was just insane to watch. You knew when it was on and then suddenly you're like, it's over. I just know, I know how this is going to go. I remember watching that Houston Texans game and watching their meltdown and watching the Chiefs start to come back from, from the championship run. And there was just this knowing, and it was that knowing from having another element in play alongside those guys. You're absolutely right. I also believe, despite him missing time last year, I probably nuke, like maybe Hopkins, yeah. maybe in terms of like who's better than Julio Jones. Is Tyreek Hill better than Julio Jones? I mean, if he's healthy, I think I'd rather have Julio Jones. And that's not a slight on Tyreek. It's just saying, like, are the Chiefs really going to have two of the best three to five receivers in the game of football with Patrick Mahomes at the helm? That's bananas. You know what? I'll trade a second round pick for bananas anytime. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, and for the people that have complained, myself included, about the uh, red zone woes, about how they haven't been as successful, this right here clears up a lot of those concerns. I know Julio's always underperformed when it comes to touchdowns. You always think he's going to have more, but he, for the most part, has always been the guy in Atlanta. He is the guy getting double teamed. Well, you can't double team Julio. You can't double team Travis and Tyreek. Like, sorry, teams don't get to play with 15 defensive players. I just, I, I think this would open up the offense even more in, in tight goal line situations. And all for a second round draft pick that is just, again, the potential. I like this, man. I, I really, really would like this deal. I would love it. I would be ecstatic. I would, you would have to talk me off a ledge of why Patrick Mahomes would not set <laughs> every, just break every single record, not only with Julio Jones, but in 17 games. Like, come on. This would be historically amazing to watch. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's keep things light. I want to throw you a round of this or that, right? Let's do so it, baby. Keep your answer short or go long-winded. Give me an explanation, whatever you want. Matt, it's me. I'll just throw them out I'm there. I'm going long-winded. This is, this is me you're talking to. Everything I've done okay. is just over-the-top obnoxious. So come on now. Here we go. This or that. For the, for the second half of 2021, are you buying Larry LDT? As doctor 
or as football player? Oh, that's tough. I I think doc or I think doctor. Um, I I know this is gonna be the non-traditional pick here, but with the depth of the offensive line, I would not be surprised if LDT is the guy to go. I understand his contract. Man. I understand the veteran presence. Man. And but but hear me out before you guys start throwing you know doctor material at me, like stethoscopes. The thing I have to say is he was he wasn't great before his year off. Like he wasn't some stud guard before he took a year off. Then he took a year off. He's older now. There's a lot of talent, especially young talent at guard. And if you want to have a veteran on this roster who's had a higher peaks, that's Kyle Long. Uh, just to me, I get the optics wouldn't be great if LDT's the guy to go because you're like, dude, he took a year off to fight COVID and you're, this is how you repay him. So I get the optics, but from a purely talent or... I should say like depth perspective, even I, I think it would make the most sense if he was the guy gone, man. All right. Let me ask you this. Which former first round corner are you buying? Deandre Baker, Mike Hughes. Oh, Baker, Deandre Baker. I, I, I loved that deal. I liked the Mike Hughes deal, but he's had a long injury list. Deandre Baker has two, but something about Deandre Baker just gets me extra hype. So I got to go with my gut. All right. Let, how about this? First year Juan Thornhill or second year Juan Thornhill? What are you asking? Like, what's his most? Wh- where? Who is he? Is what you're saying basically? Like, who is? Oh he? yeah, 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 yeah. What are we? First year. What are we going to see this year? First year Juan Thornhill. We we saw him, I think, take a a big step forward or closer to his first year performance towards the end of the season and playoffs. He struggled so mightily this second year. I mean, Dan Sorensen was out playing him. And the playoffs, though, he looked to be back to his old self. He was laying the wood, hitting dudes hard with the with the hit stick. I, I like one Thornhill, and I'm buying him as he's closer to his first-year production. KC Wolf or a brand-new mascot that you could envision and make up? No, KC Wolf, dude. That's a hell of a mascot. KC Wolf is an absolute badass. So you're you're team Casey Wolf all the way. Dude, yeah. Why why would I not be? What is this news? Is there someone out here who's anti Casey Wolf? <laughs> I don't know if, is I it just you? Asking. Are you anti no, no. I'm at a flight. Uh, where, where do you live? Indianapolis I've right been now? Outed. I'm about to literally I've been outed. I'm coming to Indianapolis and I am throwing hands <laughs> with you, sir. Casey Wolf is that guy. I have his back. I'm not anti Casey Wolf. Sounds I like just- it. Sounds like sometimes it. I look at mascots and I think, okay, I'm anti-mascot. I'm a little anti-mascot. Why do you hate know. kids? Why do you hate the kids Dang, having this fun? This just blew up in my face. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I even have one. I'm kind of iffy on him. What do I know? One more for you, right? Who's filling in opposite Frank? Is it going to be someone on the roster right now, or someone who's not yet arrived? I sure hope it's someone who's not on the roster currently. I sure hope it's going to be a proven veteran presence. For some reason, I can't get excited about Tim Ward. I, I like, I just. <laughs> wow. Now who's, who's anti Tim Ward? What's uh, wrong with Tim Ward? Okay. I love Tim Ward. Okay. Maddie C. All I got to say is this. I want TK still here. I want TK uh, on the opposite side because I am predicting this is his breakout season. 
I'm just not enthused about what is going on over there. I think Tim Ward is fine. I think Michael Dana is fine. Joshua Cando, there's your sprinkling of potential. Taco Charlton, I think, is going to back up Taco? Frank. I think I think Taco will be backing up Frank. I'm just not enthused. At the end of the day, if Frank Clark just gets more pressure and Frank Clark, uh, Frank Clark performs to what his contract is basically paying him, then we probably won't be even having this conversation because it wouldn't matter. Frank Clark, if he's getting pressure, then whoever's opposite is going to be either just wrapping up and not having as tough a job and it's not going to be as glaring a need as it currently is. So I guess I should put my money on Frank Clark actually stepping up this season. Man, way to evade. Way to evade, my friend. All right. This is uh, Matt Connor. You've been listening to Sterling Holmes give horrible opinions. Uh, we Dude, are watching. I am flying to Indy. When is the next flight on Southwest, sir? And I am coming <laughs> and I am throwing hands with you. Can we wait? Can we talk Southwest real fast? I, I love Southwest. hate Southwest so much. Oh, wow. That was Who not the way I was going. Yeah. This Who is, are you? Dude, two bags get fly free. I get to bring my golf clubs. Uh, I guess I like that, except for the fact that like you got to stand in line like some like weird first grade. Give me my seat. Give me my seat ahead of time. I don't want to like stand in line and hope that like droopy Cindy doesn't sit down next to me. Dude, some kind of what an I absolute terrible take. Terrible. Oh, horrible. I, hate, I hate their seating system. I hate it so much. Wow. It's, I it's the best. Be prepared. Uh, Get on early. It, it it what it does, Matt, is it promotes the five P's. Prior planning prevents poor performance. Okay, Matt, get on it. <laughs> this conversation has been bad for our friendship. I'm just telling you. I know what I happened. Believe in we being were, honest, we, and and our we went into this just so happy and excited, and we're ending this. Yeah, I don't know how to box at all, but it would be a fun show. Like I feel like we could do like the Jake Paul <laughs> or Logan. I don't even know the Pauls. I hate those guys, but I feel like we could do that, and we'll get did. We'll get someone to to promote we, us. We started with we started with Sterling getting getting a summer cut, but if I were the Chiefs, Sterling would be my summer cut after this conversation. I would release wow. you. I'm sorry. That hurts. Yeah. You've been listening to the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. Tune in uh for more episodes later on this week with Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. Otherwise, we'll be back next week around the same time. Check us out on arrowheadaddict.com. Or follow us. You can follow Sterling for horrible takes, honestly, at HomestretchKC. I'm at MattConnorAA, and I'll tell you, my takes are also even worse. So, yeah, I own it completely. We'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.